I pray the new year is off to a great start for you. It's been eventful for me. Um, I started the, the new year over at my sister's. Really, it was the December 31st um, evening. Usually, I'm out of town, but because of the pandemic, stayed in, in town and went over to my sister, brother-in-law, and their three children for dinner, joined them. And so um, we did that, prepared the meal, nice steak dinner, some great sides, delicious dessert, followed by one of the toughest puzzles known to humanity. My sister chooses those, and I'm not sure if it really is to torture us, but I'm convinced it, could, it might be. Followed by the you know end of the year, end of the day, New Year's Eve, dropping of the ball from New York City, and so we had a, a sip of champagne. And my brother, and sister, my brother-in-law and sister, in their last years, many individuals looked to their backyards and did some outdoor projects, added a hot tub to their backyard. They said, would you like to join us for both just for a little bit? And, and then, in fact, I said, sure, that'd be great. A great way to end the day and then hold night, get into the new year. We talked, the banter was good and, and cordial and lovely. And at the end, as I'm really getting ready to go, in their kitchen, out from the cold, in from the cold, in the warmth, and my brother goes upstairs, my brother-in-law, to kind of get cleaned up, and we're going to part ways in just a few seconds. All of a sudden, I hear, Uncle Alan? And he slowly goes, Are you okay? And as I kind of pick myself up, I'm like, Why would you be asking me if I'm okay? That was my response. And as I pick myself up, grab the chair next to me on the table, then hear her say, Uh oh. I better go get that. Turns out, if you, human beings are designed this way, if you have a certain like blood pressure change, and you go from a really cold temperature to a really warm temperature, it's possible for this thing called syncope to happen. You can pass out. The first one, the first one, I landed on my chin. The second one, thanks to my niece who got me awake, I got up and I landed on the back of my head. 2021 started at the ER at Lower Hospital. <laughs> it's really, it's actually a good story. Don't worry, it's good. It's very good. I go in, and the nurses, they receive me, the doctor takes care, and uh, they go through the battery of questions. And um, they said, of course, what happened? I explained everything. Have you been drinking? And I said, not enough. <laughs> I can still feel what's going on here. But the doctor came. She brought the sutures and the staples. She did this. This was great. She's like, okay, let me count. Seven staples in the chin. And seven staples or seven sutures in the chin, seven staples in the head. I go, wow, that's great. Those are biblical numbers. <laughs> it's a good sign, right? That's a really good thing and a good reminder. From that moment on, my sister picked me up, of course, and, and that was the moment when she said, don't tell mom. <laughs> that famous commercial, don't tell mom. 
So I didn't. I didn't tell anyone outside of my brother-in-law and sister and those who needed to know. Kept it very quiet. I figured, in concert with that, try to keep it quiet by putting it into my Sunday homily. <laughs> Come back to it in just a second, because I think it's essential. I did, and what my sister and I were talking about and covering that up. Later this past week, um, about Wednesday or Thursday, I had some time to get gift cards over the, you know, in every, every one of us, Christmas gets gifts. So gift cards is a thing I try to recycle, move the old ones through, make sure that I've used them, and then bring in the new ones. And so um, one year, or a year ago, 2019 ended, and I did a survey for a college board, and I did a, basically from a teacher's perspective, long, kind of many hours um, of teacher input from the, from the ground level, and for your work, we'll give you a, a gift card. And the gift card was $500. I was like, okay, that's worth it, even over Christmas break last year. And so I went to that card and I looked at it and I, I started to do a little investigation. And wouldn't you know, the gift card expired. First expired in 2020, like July. I didn't get it until March, but the extension went until October. And as I looked it up, the balance was zero. I'm like, what a great additional lesson for me. <laughs> this is good stuff for me as I begin 2021. It hurts. That's why I know it's good. And the truth, as I reflect upon those, I, I'm, I'm convinced more and more as I talk with individuals and, and fellow brothers and sisters, disciples baptized into the mystical body of Christ, each one baptized has a great share in what we celebrate today, that the Lord, revealed as God's Son, was told, you are my beloved. We celebrate that. That great tapestry from the same individual who created these tapestries here at Corpus Christi, that great symbol, like that great image of Christ being baptized by John the Baptist, love that image. It's wonderful to celebrate, for us to share in that revelation. Good. Equal in nature, though, and significant for each of us as disciples, is, is to put ourselves in that scene. Is to recognize on this baptism of the Lord's celebration how celebrated we are by our God who says to each of us, you are my beloved. You. With you I am well pleased. And, and we might respond, well, what about our scars? What about our wounds? And we sometimes think about just like the scars and the wounds and the trips that we have from 2020, we try to cover those up. We hide them. I started growing the beard. I didn't want anybody asking me about stitches that were popping out from underneath my chin. And I'm in collaboration, I'm in talks with Miracle Grow. <laughs> Somebody also said, if that doesn't work, try Chia Pet, Father. <laughs> cover things up, we cover up our scars, and, and we're actually in, in the people who are baptized into Christ's baptism, called to love in ways that will end up potentially hurting us. Love demands us to do something challenging, a hurt might follow, at least temporarily, might cause a scar. We try to hide our vocation as baptized members as a result, because we're scared of what it might show 
And on this baptism of the Lord, we do well to recommit ourselves to say, let's not hide those scars. Surely let's not boast of them. Let's not hide them. As people who are sharing in that vocation to follow in the path of Christ, Isaiah, that gospel, that first reading says, I have grasped you by the hand. The Lord says that to you and to me. I've grasped you by the hand to lead people who are in a dark or dungeon place into the light. We're going to be invited to do that this year. Maybe more than ever, as people who nourish at this table know the value of community, know the value of being sacramentally nourished, it might be this year where we end up having to invite someone back, maybe one at a time, where we've never had to do that, or to receive the sacrament of reconciliation, something that nourishes, something that indeed is part of the journey to love and to prevent anything that stops God's mercy from being communicated in this world, stand hand in hand against that, to allow the mercy and the compassion and the joy which our God wants us to share, so that it may be known, so that it may be experienced, nothing hidden. We as people who are baptized try to hide it sometimes, and it's important that we claim it and allow it to drive our words and actions once more. How can we live our vocations more honestly? In the second story, the only reason I bring that up is not a pity party about my gift certificate. <laughs> not at all. It's finite. There's an expiration date. We know that there is an expiration date. Once we started into this communion of saints, we're, we're connected through baptism with each of these individuals and so many more. Through all time, we become part of that mystical body of Christ. And it's not about getting ready for after the pandemic to start loving or when the time is right to get involved in our faith lives or when we're just ready to get married to get involved in a parish or when the you fill in the blank convenience or right time never really exists we're only promised so many moments so many minutes so many weeks so many days so many years and in a positive way, let's live them fully. Embrace our vocation. Join the mystical body of Christ in unique ways, whatever we're being called to do this year, this moment, and to truly bring glory to God through our efforts. I know it's being live streamed today. I don't know if my mom's watching. <laughs> but if we can, let's just keep it between us. <laughs> Not our vocations, though. Let's make the world know just how much we've been loved and how much our God loves our world. Through our efforts, may God be blessed.